This is the Ad Hero Podcast, the podcast that reveals marketing tips, trends, and techniques by industry experts, insiders, and influencers. For years, Ad Symbol has helped businesses develop and launch campaigns to amplify their message, establish authority, and earn their lion's share of the market. This podcast will help you design and supercharge your plan to make an impact with valuable lessons you can apply in your business today. To get more information or start now, visit adsymbol.com. That's A-D-S-E-M-B-L-E.com. Let's get started. Ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas. Welcome to the Ad Hero Podcast. My name is Gino Giovanni. And I'm Matthew Libieri. And we are your Santa certified ad heroes. That's right. In today's episode, we are going to be exploring three key things about the upcoming Christmas 2021 holiday shopping season. Things such as, are stores going to be stocking inventory? We don't know. Uh, will the number of online shoppers continue to rise or stay the same? And has a permanent shift taken place in the idea of Black Friday doorbuster sales for brick and mortar stores? But before we get to that, the A block, including a hilarious billboard faux pas involving none other than Canadian superstar Justin Bieber as well as a MJO Snaps update. But first, there is this breaking news. Let's jump into the A block. U.S. hiring slows sharply as latest coronavirus surge slams breaks on on the economy. This is according to NPR. Hiring slowed sharply in August as a new surge in coronavirus infection slammed the breaks on the economy economic recovery. U.S. employers added just 235,000 jobs last month, a sharp slowdown from the torrid pace of hiring in June and July. The labor market recovery has downshifted, said Nayla Richardson, chief economic of the payroll processing company ADP. The U.S. economy is facing increasing headwinds as the pandemic wears on and the Delta variant creates uncertainty. The unemployment rate fell to 5.2% in August from 5.4% in July. Confirmed coronavirus infections have jumped nearly 20% in the last two weeks, while COVID deaths have nearly doubled during that period. The worsening public health outlook threw a late summer speed bump in the recovery, making people more cautious about traveling and eating out and reducing the need for workers. Restaurants and bars also cut 42,000 jobs in August after adding 253,000 in July. Yeah, so there's definitely a, a, a level of uncertainty there with the Delta variant surging. Um, I mean, that's a staggering stat right there. 253,000 jobs in July, and then immediate pullback, 42,000 jobs cut in August. Uh, I can only speculate that that number is probably going to continue to um, go uh, more jobs cut probably in September a little bit. Hopefully not that many, but yeah, there's definitely some uncertainty there for sure. That's right. 
Um, do you, do you, do you have any? <laughs> do Do you want to comment on that? Do you want to Do you want to throw anything else on there? What, what's your thoughts? Is, are there going to be more jobs lost, or is, is this is it is it going to stop at forty two thousand? I think it could stop at forty two thousand only because it's just like look, American economy like tends to recover pretty fast, in my opinion, and like what right. I've seen all right uh, over the years. Um, I think the biggest thing though is. Will the jobs actually, um, well, will they be around? Because it seems to me that a lot of people are staying home because they're getting paid by the federal government to stay home. And that's what a lot of businesses are actually kind of worried about that I talk to, that they have a hard time hiring because a lot more of people are getting paid to stay at home rather than come into work. We'll have to see how it all plays out, but that's a great point. What's next in the A block? Okay, uh, this one's coming. This is great. This is coming from Hello Giggles. Uh, LOL, the internet is obsessed with the Justin Bieber skims billboard fail. Local Los Angeles residents who drove past the Andaz Hotel in West Hollywood were surprised to see a major advertising fail. When installing the new massive billboard on the side of the hotel, somehow only half of the new ad was installed. The top half of the billboard, which featured Justin Bieber in a leather sports jacket. The bottom half, however, was still the previous ad, which featured the legs of soccer player Alex Morgan in a Skims ad for the Olympics where she's wearing only underwear and socks. It was claimed to be an accident. The billboard has now reportedly been fixed Neither Kim Kardashian, who heads the Skims brand, nor Beeper has commented on this faux pas. Matthew, what do you think? Was this an accident or was it done on purpose? Um, I'm going to say I think the people that installed this were having a little bit of fun at both of these celebrities' expense. Uh, In all of all, yep, and if you're watching this... If you're watching this episode on our YouTube channel, as opposed to just listening to it on Spotify or anywhere where fine podcasts are heard, on our YouTube channel, you can see this uh, billboard ad. Uh, It is hilarious. I got to say, man, in all the years we've been working in billboards, because that's what we specialize in here at AdSymbol, I can't think of uh, an installer who would go to a job site and only do half the ad. I mean, come on. I have a feeling that they did this and then they, they, they started the top half and then they looked at the bottom half and it just looks so hilarious that they're like, you know what? We're just going to leave this up for a day and see if anyone catches it. <laughs> so I'm going to say they did it on purpose, but they're claiming it was a mistake uh, because they have to do that. They have to claim it was a mistake, of course. But I think secretly they, they were having some fun. Um, and it, it is pretty damn comical, I must say. Yeah, because why wouldn't you just take the whole ad off? Right. Then start from scratch. I totally agree with you. I totally agree with you. Any in any event, it's pretty pretty hilarious. And uh, I don't know. What do you guys think? Do you guys, uh, the listening audience, do you guys think this was done intentionally or was this just a an honest to god mistake? Drop us a comment on YouTube, on Spotify. Leave us a voicemail message on Anchor. And uh, if we play it on air, you will get a fifty dollar advertising credit on OpenDisplay.com. There you go. Boom. <laughs> Thank you. 
Matthew, give us a gaming update from the world of MJO Snaps. All right, everybody. MJO Snaps, as you guys know, is my gaming handle on twitch.tv. That's twitch.tv slash MJO Snaps. Check out the stream. I'm on there pretty regularly. Uh, and I'm I'm in that universe because I think it's the future of interactive television. And I'm really uh, captivated by it. And so I'm, I want to learn about it. I want to participate in it and figure it out. And so uh, a segment here in the A Block is to give you guys an update on what's happening in that universe. Because we think that everybody needs to kind of level up their game and be informed. And so the big update is you have some major uh, personalities on Twitch which is a platform that's owned by Amazon. Now, it used to be independent. Amazon bought it for like several billion dollars. You have some major major personalities on there that have been slowly but surely getting poached by YouTube. YouTube now has a gaming division where you can watch these streamers play their games on YouTube instead of Twitch uh, because they rack up millions of views, millions of subscribers, and of course, all of that activity is good for advertising and ad dollars. So little by little, uh, Twitch has been losing their key streamers, you could say, and they have been moving over to YouTube. And the latest person to do that is someone that goes by the handle Tim the Tatman. This guy has like, I don't know, 5 million plus subscribers um, on his Twitch channel. He's now taking all of those people and putting them on YouTube. It's a really big story just because uh, it's very interesting to see how these different behemoth companies are fighting over um, these people who are becoming celebrities in their own right just by streaming video games and other interesting content. And so I think you're really seeing a dynamic uh, shift in how um, people are marketing themselves, how they're learning to interact with their communities. And then these massive companies are willing to pay millions of dollars to get someone to leave one platform and come to another. Okay, so that's your update for the MGO Snaps universe. Um, and that wraps up for the A Block. Remember, add us on uh, social media for other interesting updates. We're going to be sharing a lot more content uh, throughout all of our channels, and we love to interact with you over there. Um, so, and again, if we comment or read your comment online on the show, you will be getting a promotional gift from us. So without further ado, let's transition out of the A block and into the B block for the meat and potatoes of the show. Let's hit the B block. There's three main talking points we're going to cover. One, are stores going to be stocking a lot of inventory? Two, will the number of online shoppers continue to rise and stay the same? Three, has a permanent shift taken place in the idea of Black Friday, doorbuster sales in brick and mortar stores? Uh, let's start with question one. Uh, are there are stores going to be stocking a lot of inventory according to retail.com? And uh, what I found out, uh, actually it's retailweek.com, uh, they are. The, 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 the number one thing that actually uh, will, will go down, I think would be like apparel, but everything else across the board, including toys and games, uh, will be actually stocked and they project a forecast, um, of as much as 10% from, uh, 
on like the average of like all the different types of uh, retail stuff in stores. Inventory. Inventory. That's so a ten percent increase from last year. Mm. So we're talking video games, toys, right. products, different things. Like fashion would be up ten percent. Health and beauty. Okay. Six point eight. Toys and games. Five point three. Matter of fact, Toys R Us. So if we have any, back. if we have any listeners right now who own a retail store, then based on that article right there they should follow suit and anticipate foot traffic to their to their brick and mortar store is going to be up a little bit a little bit okay but not crazy no. we're not going back to pre covid levels just yet correct okay is there any information in that article about when they expect it to go back up to pre covid levels by no, chance unfortunately not all right do you have a personal uh opinion of that i just out of curiosity do you think it'll take 5 years before it gets to pre covid levels what would you say uh i almost want to say it goes by state by state because we've Fair seen enough. like a lot of growth in places like Florida, Texas, Tennessee, um, you know, California and New York have kind of been questionable because it, it, you know, they, they, they go into lockdown, then they're away from lockdown and then they're back into lockdown. So uh, it's, it's kind of almost impossible to have a business in States like those. Sure. Uh, but other States are just thriving and not only in the United States, but other uh, countries are actually investing inside those states uh, for their businesses as well. Interesting. So, yeah, I, I, I would have to uh, agree with you on that. Yeah, I think it is a state-by-state state maybe uh, effort. So certain states, if you're listening from certain states in, in, in the United States or around the world, um, and you're in an area where they are pro-business and they are trying to keep keep the doors open, keep the lights on, keep people flowing and going places, then you you might experience a pretty good boost in foot traffic right would you say well you know uh and about that i one thing i've i've learned when it comes to the uh, post lockdown people want to be around people interesting yeah there's that connection there's that look i want to get out of the house i want to go someplace now granted you're going to have some people who do want to stay indoors and and do want to play it safe uh, but for the most part, people want to get out. We see that the increase in people going to movie theaters. Uh, I mean, this week alone, there's expected to be a, um, uh, a box office break in the uh, Shang-Chi movie uh, to, to break the all-time w- weekend record at this point in time. Hmm. So people want to be out. Well, you know what? That is a perfect segue to the next question here. Will the number of online shoppers continue to rise or stay the same? And I have an article right here from Adweek, which came out. Uh, let's see what the date was this. Um, earlier, this, was, this came out a couple of months ago. Um, and basically, the uh, writer of this article states that they expect from their research um, online sales to continue to increase from 47%. There was a 47% increase in e-commerce last year from the previous year, and they are expecting that number to again increase the same percent for this upcoming season. Okay, so basically, um, this is kind of this is kind of interesting because the article you just found, Gigi, says that some of these brick and mortar retail stores are going to be increasing their inventory on hand, expecting that walk up traffic to come. Now, what I'm curious about is if that is mainly going to 
apply to these more open states. You bring up a very good valid point. Maybe brick and mortar stores in California and New York won't will not increase their inventory levels because there's so much uncertainty whether the local government's going to do another lockdown as as an example, right? Whereas other states such as Texas and Florida, etc., uh, maybe those brick and mortar stores are going to be more open and and be more expecting of more foot traffic. But in any event, it goes without a doubt, more and more Americans and people all over the world are feeling comfortable with the online shopping experience. Would you agree with that? I think so. And and there's more there's more certainty and more comfort that they'll be able to find what they're looking for online from the comfort of their home and they can have it delivered right to their house. In many cases, you can even have these presents already gift wrapped. Oh, wow. And I will say for myself, that is a huge selling point for me. I because not only for the convenience of it, but because I suck at wrapping gifts. <laughs> okay. Uh, if you have any good gift wrapping tips out there for your boy, Matthew, please uh, leave a comment. Let me know where I can get some, uh, some help on that. Um, but I really appreciate that, that, that they provide that service. So in any event, um, you know, in answer to the question, will um, the number of online shoppers continue to rise. It most certainly will, according to this article and the opinion of myself as well as Gino. Um, and so that is just something that I think we're going to have to get used to uh, as a society that that's going to continue to go up. And if you own a business right now, let me just make this very clear. If you own a business and you have a brick and mortar business and you don't yet have an, a way, an easy way for people to pull out their phone and order your product online, you are losing ground on your competitors, okay? You must invest in an app or a website, a mobile website that complements a person's ability to come into your brick and mortar store and buy your product. You must invest in that. You, you know, uh, Squarespace, PayPal, uh, Wix, the list goes on and on. There are so many places where you can go to build out a very easy shopping cart type interface website, okay? That's mobile friendly, that works, that's safe and secure for people to put their credit cards in. Please do not waste any more time. Get on that bandwagon and make it happen, right? It is a must in 2021 because it's only going to keep going up from here. All right, Gino, question number three to kind of bring it home here. Um, Has there been a permanent shift in the idea of the Black Friday doorbuster sale in brick and mortar stores now because COVID and, and moving forward? Do you, are we still going to see a mass of people bum rushing Walmart at six o'clock and five o'clock in the morning to get a hundred dollar TV? And what do you this, say? And then this is my opinion, right? So this is yes. absolutely your opinion, unless you found an article that speaks to it. <laughs> well, I just wanted the listener to know, um, you know, uh, I don't. I think it's still going to be around. It's an American tradition, un, unfortunately, and I say unfortunately because, like I told you uh, during rehearsal, where the night before on Thanksgiving we give thanks. Yes. And then the next day, it's like that doesn't mean anything. we give black eyes, right? <laughs> unless, unless I'm, th- you know, and this has always been a question of me, where. Uh, the the people who are doing the bum rushing uh, didn't actually celebrate Thanksgiving the night before because Could they be. were in line for you know a week. Could at be Best Buy or or what have you. I've always been disgusted by this doorbuster oh, yeah. act. Um, I've never once participated in it, nor will I ever participate in it. I think it's 
like I said, it's disgusting. It's 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 the rawest, ugliest form of greed that I think I could ever witness. Um, and the fact that unfortunately some people have even died oh, yeah, in these to the purge. in these in these <laughs> situations where people are trying to rush a, a Target store or Walmart to get a freaking television, you know, or a blender. You know, they'll literally trample over somebody to do that is just like appalling to me in, in everything I stand for in every capacity of who I am. So well, they, well, they I cleaned it up a lot over the years. Oh, well, I hope so, because yeah. that'd be pretty damn sad if people continue to get trampled to death over some right. savings on some products. Right? right. So, you know, has there been a permanent shift in this idea of doorbuster sales? Um, I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to, yeah, I agree with Gino. I'm going to say no, but I don't think you'll see that behavior return for probably another two or three years. Um, I think we're going to have to completely hear on the mainstream news that the, that the coronavirus and all its variants have been contained. Um, only once that takes place, do I think you'll see major brick and mortar stores like Walmarts and Targets and whatnot try to resuscitate the idea of the 5 a.m. doorbuster sale concept. Because right now, I think those big corporations are probably having an internal huddle. You know, we're, we're taping this episode right now, the first week of September. And we're purposely doing that because we want to get a big head start for all of our listeners on what's going to be ahead. I would venture to guess that those big corporations like Target and Walmart are having meetings right now and they are agreeing in the boardroom that it would not be ethical or safe or it would not be good for their brand image to try to put the idea out there that massive crowds of people should gather in front of their stores Black Friday morning. <laughs> would you agree with me? No, I, I agree. And, and, and to add to that, uh, n- those big Corporations, and when I say those big corporations like Walmart, sure, you know, uh, uh, Amazon, and, and so forth, they're not going to get rid of two days of massive sales, which are Black Friday and Cyber Monday. Right? Don't the you know, Black Friday can still continue online? There's obviously Cyber Monday. Why would stores give up that much leverage? when it comes to selling their products. Yeah, no, I'm totally agreeing with you. So they will bring it back, but you will not see it come back for several years. Not until... In a physical way. Yeah, correct. The Black Friday doorbuster sale, that's the question at hand. That will not return until the, everybody feels that there has been a containment of COVID. Okay, because I just don't think the corporations even want to mess with that. Uh, can you imagine Target being accused of creating a super spreader event because they're encouraging people to come out to their stores at six o'clock in the morning and bum rush the store for these sales. They don't want to be labeled as a super spreader uh, enabler, right? Right. So that's 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 kind of my personal opinion on that. But um, any other final thoughts on that particular yeah, question? Yeah, actually, uh, just cu- a couple things. Uh, one is the well, actually, they're 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 kind of one and the same. Inflation and gas prices. Uh, I'm looking here in the Bay Area and, and actually throughout Northern California where we're, we're located. And uh, I'm seeing gas prices getting very close to $5. And I'm anticipating that happening very soon. I'm also anticipating getting it as high as $10. I'm just waiting for that day just because it, it, 
you know, it's it's gone up this much from I think the national average was uh, a buck thirty or something like that, like over a year ago, and now the sharp increase. So I think that, and then plus inflation is just gonna you know go through the roof. So I'm anticipating both of those things to have some kind of an effect uh, going forward, uh, even to the beginning of 2022. So I, I on Christmas sales. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, and, and so sorry, I didn't connect on that. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm just thinking like those who like to play their money smart. Oh, okay. So, I see. So maybe, maybe they buy, uh, maybe they, they take advantage of the black Fridays, uh, but they don't put their money towards other things that they would buy, like, like a high re- retail value of some sort. Got it. Okay. That's, yeah, yeah. That, that's kind of like what I'm thinking of and anticipating. I don't know if the numbers back that just yet. Sure. But I mean, it definitely would for me, though. All right. Sounds good. Well, yeah, definitely. I mean, if gas prices are higher, people are not going to want to travel less. So they're probably not going to want to drive to their local store as well, right? They'll just stay home and consume less gasoline, right? That's right. That would also make sense to me for sure. Um, all right. Well, let's, uh, let's come back after these messages and wrap it up with our final thoughts in the C block. Want to advertise big and build massive brand authority at the same time? It's easier than you think. Open Display by AdSymbol lets you advertise on digital billboards nationwide. Just go to OpenDisplay.com for a free account to get started. Welcome back to the program. So, Matthew, in summary, what do you think the Christmas 2021 holiday shopping season is going to look like? So today we attacked three main questions um, that are very, very important to understand for the upcoming 2021 Christmas holiday season. And to, in my, my opinion, as I link the answers of all of these questions, some stores in some states are definitely going to be increasing their inventory levels, um, but the number of online shoppers are still going to go up. Okay, and then you have some states that are still going to possibly be in lockdown. Maybe they come out of lockdown, they go back into lockdown. As Gino pointed out, you have inflation concerns and gas prices going up in certain areas, like through the roof, like never before seen. Um, so, and then this concept of Black Friday doorbusters is not going to be coming back this year. That much we, Gino and I, completely agree upon. So I think if you are listening to this right now and you own a brick and mortar business somewhere in the United States or somewhere in the world, you should survey your local government's opinion about the impact of crowds gathering. If you're in a place like we're broadcasting this from California, if you're in a place in California where there's fluctuations between lockdown, out of lockdown, lockdown, maybe you don't want to bring in extra inventory. And you certainly don't want to have a doorbuster type of sale because probably no one's going to show up anyways, right? And you definitely want to have an online mobile app where people can buy your product online. However, if you're in a state like Texas or Florida or one of these other places where they're they're more committed to staying open no matter what and just wear your mask or do what you got to do, then maybe in those states you do want to commit to getting a little bit more inventory. As Gino suggested, maybe just 10% more than what you housed the last year. Don't go crazy because you don't want to be stuck with a lot of inventory that you can't sell. So maybe just 10% more than last year. Still have your online app 
fired up, ready to go because there will be an increase in online shoppers. And last but not least, don't worry about a Black Friday type doorbuster deal. Take that online, save that for maybe next year or the year after. Those are my final thoughts. Sounds good. Anything to add to that, my colleague? No, I, I think you hit it on the head. I mean, I would say the exact same thing. Right. Yeah, so so it'll be an interesting season. We'll have to see how the numbers shake out. Um, and maybe in January, we can do a little recap of that. <laughs> see if we were right. Yeah, see if we were right. Yeah, that's right. Putting, right now, we're putting our Nostradamus hats on. Uh, Santa hats on. All right. Well, that's uh, that's our Christmas uh, preview season show for 2021. <laughs> Christmas comes early. Yeah, Christmas, Christmas comes early. Early at the didn't at, have it in July at the Ad Hero at the Ad Hero Studios. <laughs> Follow us online through social media at Ad Symbol on our YouTube page. Give us a like, subscribe, and hit that notification bell to be notified about all the future Ad Hero podcast premieres. And as always, don't forget to leave a comment or question below and let us know your thoughts. For inquiries and more information about outdoor advertising, visit our site, adsymbol.com. Find the Ad Hero Podcast on all major podcast platforms. Thank you for tuning in to the Ad Hero Podcast. We're going to leave you with a little bit of Christmas cheer. Well, this has been Santa's Little Helpers. That's right. uh, For the Ad Heroes. Gino Giovanni and, and Matthew Lemire. That's right. <laughs> we didn't rehearse this part, you know, it's a little ad lib. There you go. This will be an Easter egg later on. <laughs> My name is Gino Giovanni. And I'm Matthew Olivier. We're signing out.